Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Sugars, we are here again for a Ménage à Trois collab. Part four, Part the Ménage returns. I shut Poodle's playpen down and made him come out of his room because we have a very special Willingly. Guest. Willingly, everybody. We have YouTube superstar Wa from Just Call Me Wa here today. Welcome, Wa. Woo! Hi. Hey, guys. It's Wa. My name is Wahima, but you can call me Wah. Melanated. <laughs> again, Jake's been singing that all the time. I don't know if it's appropriate, but he it's is not. in his apartment. It's absolutely not. I was watching some of her her shows, and she would announce it that way. And it's almost like 80s and 90s jingles that you would hear. Like, And she just went, Melanated, and I so I find myself even when I'm like putting jelly on my taste going toast going. Melanated, yeah, that, <laughs> you need to stop that. It's, um, it's weird, and I need to stop. So, but wah. welcome, wah. Thank you. I stole that from Erica Badu. I'm going to be honest. She has this song in it from uh, one of her albums, and it's like bling, 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 melanated. Wow. To church. The queen. I think we all, we all can remember where we were when we heard Tyrone. Yes. Um, yes. It's one of those songs when she, she, when she, I'll never forget when I heard she goes, I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> and, you and it's just like wow you can sing girl oh thanks thanks no I we can I, I mimic i don't think of myself as a singer i think of myself as a sound mimicker no oh. i hear you did someone just <laughs> someone just rang poodle's doorbell <laughs> wow I'll, I'll let them i'll let them go <laughs> <laughs> wow you tell that trick to go home please this is early, Poodle. He's locked in the back room, so he can't get out. So, <laughs> Oh, my. Hopefully, they don't keep ringing the doorbell. I Y'all, I <laughs> we're laughing because Waz dealing with vacuuming from a house cleaner. I'm dealing with construction, <laughs> and, and now Poodle is dealing with... This is real life, everybody. We're just going to try to get through they'll this. They'll go away. It's fine. Um, Waz, so we have... The three of us, we talked about this before we started. Chris Fair is like... She's... We knew her for a long time, but for you, the she is like that unites us. She is squirrel friend for you. She is like old school friend. But I was, I guessed it on Chris's show, and this was like a year ago. 
And this is why we're doing this month of Menage a Trois, because it's really my fault, because my dad got sick and died, and we couldn't do any collabs <laughs> with anybody, because I was too fucking it's your busy fault. with my... It's my fault. And so... But since then, I've wanted to do a collab with you just because I had so much fun with you and you said things that were inappropriate and made me laugh. <laughs> You're going to fit in just fine, honey. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you called me to do this. And thank you so much for this opportunity. And I've watched you guys go from like 90 day gays to, re- I can't say that, but I watched you go Not anymore. And I remember when the change happened and I said, oh, they're, they're getting big time if somebody came after them and made them change that name. Okay. Well, we don't want to talk about it too much, but yeah. uh, I, uh, because because now we're all friends, right? Now we're all friends. Contractually we, obligated to we say that we're friends. Uh, no, we are, and it we get it. it honestly, we wish the, the best for one another. It's the be- It was the best thing for us. It was a push to put us into doing below deck, doing all this other stuff. So and really jumping into Lalu, which we're gonna y'all wa- la- watches Lalu and uh, especially past Lalu. So we're gonna be talking about Lalu. She's also and ninety uh, day ninety and day love, love is blind. blind love love and parent love and paradise and so she <laughs> watches it all. Um, first of all. So this is what I want to ask you. Well, I even mentioned this show this. is going to be messy already. It, it is uh, on our free show when we were talking about the collab with you. And I said this and I'm going to call you out. Well, what's wrong with you that you're like us that you just you like us watch just the trash of trash TV. What's wrong with you? Well, yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, I was against it because I went to school for theater and I was an actor. Yeah, and, same. Uh, I felt like reality TV was absolute trash and like people who watched it were uncultured swines. And then my good friend, Chris Fair, I went to her house and she was an actor as well. And uh, she had, I mean, all manner of trash on the television. And I said, how do you, how do you justify this with your Shakespearean background? And, you know, um, but anyway, I, I just got to the point where I was like, I see what she's watching. It's the train wreck. And that is that is the show, is the train wreck. And yes. I loved um, uh, MTV's earlier stuff. Real World and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then I started finding that I really enjoyed competition reality shows. So as soon as it became a competition involved, I was like, okay, I'm into this. But 90 Day Fiance, I'm going to tell you right now, it is Darcy Silva. Darcy Silva is the real Same, our queen. Same. I mean... Yeah, with all her angel perfume, Darcy Silva, House of Eleven, is is the person who made me go, okay, I understand what's happening. I mean, and Pisa struck my attention, but Darcy is what solidified me understanding that, A, not only were people doing this and they had a talent for it, but that people were doing this for their own, like, stardom, and, and now I respect the hustle of it. I don't look at these reality shows as like people representing black people in a terrible manner or foreigners in a terrible manner or Americans in a terrible manner. I mean, they, they still do all that, but (laughs) as like an, not an art form, but a way to, for the talentless to have talent. And listen, I have been trying so hard to get into the industry for so long. And if this is, if me judging the talentless is the way in and I'm, I'm full speed ahead. And so I recognize and I, I appreciate what, what it we're being given now. I love that. Like Lisa Barlow would say, I love I that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I think what you bring up a good point that it, it, 
they they are people we consider to be you would say talentless but there is a certain weird authenticity in and i think i i think what all of us are chasing the, these days in 2022 or even before is re, reality or authenticity and what's strange is even in the most manufactured reality show like love is blind or uh a show that we watched that was called the ultimatum i think you watched it too yes what a mess but you find you find reality even in the most fake places and like when darcy came down that escalator and her shoe got stuck it was one of the funniest fucking things i've ever seen and then she was like scraping uh the plain gunk off her body in the bathroom yes. and 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 putting freesia all over herself and she must yes. have smelled that was that all that angel like bath Very and moving. body yeah. works the yes. angel oh. perfume oh and and i was just like this is pure you know this is desperation but we all get it yeah, yeah. i mean it, i mean it is it is 100% desperation it is insecurity it is but still with this go getter mentality and you know some of the like weird little mantras that her and stacy say to each other and you're just like that's what motivates you okay all right but what really motivates you is that you're a, a the fact that you can get all this augmentation done like we have watched yeah. These two completely transform. This is the first time I've seen someone transform themselves in front of my very eyeballs. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So like, but that's also the reason why I love her because we can see the insecurity and we watch yeah. it, you know, we watch it unfold in front of us and we still support and love and like, you know, and I would never, I will never say negative about my queen. She, she, Agreed. I mean, that's why they got their own show. Any, like yeah. her, Chantel, um, anyone who got their own show, I'm like, y'all got your own show for a reason. Yeah. It's interesting because you mentioned Chantel. Uh, I still have, cause we've been going back through, we never watched her season, but we watched it in our, in our Patreon rewatch of the whole thing. We just watched and, it. We finished it like what? Three months ago. Yeah. And, uh, and we watched them on happily ever after now. And all I can think of is. This whole marriage was based on a lie that you lied to your parents completely and everything worked out for you. Yeah. And somehow I'm still okay with you and you're likable. Your your family less so. Um but and Pedro's family less so, but I will watch it for their hijinks. Yeah. And for Karen's hats. Oh. And and for her quotes and uh, and for her strange in, in certain things, when I look one way and I'm like, that looks like Bill Cosby in Leonard Six. Every time <laughs> she gives me a Bill Cosby energy. You know what? She is somebody who tried. She's like the broke Kris Jenner. Like she tried. To come <laughs> yes. Like you could that see. Is, you could that's see, the most accurate thing I've ever heard. You can see that in some of the confessionals. Like she's reaching for trying to make a quotable, but she can't. So she just says whatever. And she's like, they are trying to, like, this is me looking at the camera. And I'm standing next to my husband, Thomas, who doesn't say shit and just lets me no. do whatever. So it's like, they are trying to capture harv farm harvest, the American dollar. Yes. And harvest. And I, every time she said it, I just kept thinking of somebody burying money and expecting flowers to grow. 
That may be the most accurate representation of Karen that I've ever heard. She is, is, I mean, just reaching. She can't even look at the camera when she speaks because she's trying so hard to bring the sentences together. And she fails almost every time. Except for when she's being an earnest mother. Like when we see scenes of her like protecting her children in an earnest way, like when she protected her son Royal, when she brought that camera crew to his house and him and his wife didn't want to like open the door. And she was like, okay, guys, go away. And then you could see her being a mother. When Pedro was having issues with his mother and he goes to Karen and he's crying and she like goes into mom mode. But then when she's being like, Kim, Chris Jenner mode. Then she's like, uh, "Donde está la America? Su pelo está aquí." You know, she's like waving um, Nicole's weave after somebody pulled it out during that family fight with the "What you say? What you say to me? What you say?" And how he high kicks the tacos off the table. Like it's just oh. it's highs and lows with Karen, and we're here for all of it. And the hat and the wigs have gotten so much better. Their new season is coming up, and mom. <laughs> Every single hair is laid and slayed. And it's taken them like season one, happily ever after. Then like it's taken them four like shows to get here, but we finally made it to the promised land. <laughs> we fine. Yeah. You know, we we weren't we I'd like Chantel and Pedro, but I also thought they weren't riveting. And then you met their families. No, it's and the them, families and them the- reacting to their families. We're gonna jump into family, Chantal. We're just trying to figure out how to do it. We have heard that that you know, that, uh, cause I used to be in beauty. I used to do beauty and makeup. So, um, but, uh, so we talk about that on our show, but we've heard that Chantal is the only person in 90 day fiance history that's had their own makeup artist. Oh, Can God. you believe it? I'm so yeah. thank God. Do it. I support black people and however, whatever shenanigans and like seeing this as, as much as crazy as they are, they are like an example of a not prosperous, but middle-class black yeah. family with a stay-at-home hover mom made them do cheerleading you know all of those things for kids like a husband who adores her so the truth is is i like the niche niche of black family representation that they bring to the americas to america yeah. i like that so that's yeah. why i support them because i would like to see more more stories and more of that right. also like the the like vague xenophobia you rarely you see xenophobia with black people but in like our country you mostly see it with like like white people like with the xenophobia right. well, they're from they're italian or they're jewish or they're whatever but to see it with them being kind of xenophobic against the Dominican people, I was like, <laughs> it, oh, it's it. messy because we're, we're like, oh, these are not the Huxtables. This <laughs> is not, we're not here. And it, I love it that you're, you're right. That they're, I never nice, thought about it until you said It's that. nice to see their messiness and their dysfunction. And it's, that's, that's true. And is that progress? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? It's progress. It's representation. And that's- Amen. Like, what I'm into like it's representation and I just think that like you know they fill a a niche that hasn't that that isn't right now yeah Um, and And I I think that it's different but similar in the fact of like this is a great segue uh I want to talk we're going to talk about 90 day but you just reminded me let's talk about love and paradise that's coming out because Jake and I We love Kenny and Armando. Everyone loves Kenny and Armando. But we've been saying we want messy fucking gay people (laughs) having dramatic gay fight. We want lesbian drama because we have been in those bars and seen two lesbians just fucking go at it. They're drunk. 
we're finally going to get this on Love in Paradise. We yeah. have two gay men fighting in a go-go One bar. takes their shirt off at a bar. How this is gay I, is that? How excited are you? What are you excited for about with Love in Paradise? Love in Paradise is great because it's only 45 minutes. I mean, if you watch it on Discovery Same. Plus with no, uh, you know what I'm saying? You just you skip, skip past those commercials. I love it because it's quick and it's, it gives me everything you need. And it's also a variety. Like even in the first, the first season, you hadn't seen two young I'm going to always talk about black people, so that, like, just know that going forward. You never see two young, like, black people. You always see, like, a, a Nigerian who, like, might be scamming, and then, like, maybe, like, an old 25-year-old woman. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so it was nice to see a young couple like that. Uh, it just was very refreshing. But this uh, new season, uh, yeah, that's the that's the couple that stuck out to me the most. We get the um, the girl who, for whatever reason, Ariana, who for whatever reason thought wasn't me with her, and it's like with Sherlon. Me with Sherlon, who was like, "I'm a Viking." I'm like, "Sir, you're not a Viking." Like, my, my heritage is Scottish, and I said, "Okay, so you're Scottish or you're Viking?" But anyways, we won't get into that. So. Like he, like, so we have that, but then we also have, I do see where the, the local, I mean, because the guy is uh, the, they're in Costa Rica or somewhere. Right. And so the American mm-hmm. is this black gay man who's been in the closet for years yeah. and he comes to whatever tropical place. And the guy is like, homosexuality is not acceptable acceptable the way it is in the states and you're gonna yeah. get fucked up and like put your head down for a little yes, bit <laughs> it's like chill like i'm not saying you can't yeah. be gay i'm saying don't take off your shirt and waggle your dingling around that's what i'm saying <laughs> and so like it's it's just i'm gonna be so on edge the whole time because i yeah. do worry about people in in like certain parts of this country so do we it is it is a genuine fear um, yeah. Anytime you're, anytime you're going somewhere and you, you look around, I like, I've had this, you know, it's, it's different because we're, we're not in like, you know, some of the, some of the, the more dangerous places in the world for, for LGBT people, LGBT people are, uh, I can't speak LGBT people are, you know, especially Jamaica used to have a really rough time. Uh, of it and but there are still some places where you, you but a lot of t- times you still, still really can't go but it, you kind of look you're look, looking around and the guy was basically saying just don't put on angel wings and dance on a parade yes and and dance, dance on a float and the guy's like i'm not out of that yeah. <laughs> i mean i i have three friends that i can think of just off the top that i know two from grad school and one from comedy that are uh gay men from the Caribbean and they all moved away because they all three of them knew someone who had been killed because they were gay and nobody and nothing happened to those people that killed that person. Yeah. I mean, so it's a big, I don't think a lot of people realize like machismo and all of that in the culture. So we're with you. Like I see that and I'm like cringe. Yeah. And cause you, especially for, we get it. You're a black gay man from America. That's a whole different thing. But again, that's part of what's fascinating to me about it is this whole like American concept of why I'm an American. I can do it in America. Now I should be able to do it anywhere. And I'm like, bitch, no, you will get beat up. And this like, is what I do when Kylie comes on. It's, and their people yeah. aren't being homophobic. You don't realize that it is a privilege that you can be an out gay man in America because there's people in the 
in the world that can't do that still. Yep. And I, and I, it makes me think like, oh, you're an American. That's that American thing I talk about often in 90 Day Fiance. You go to another country and you like expect them to be a certain way, but then you leave your partner behind to deal with the aftermath. Like you think they're going to forget mm. just because these cameras are here right now and you feel protected. This man has to live with the consequences of your behavior. Like, and you, you never know. Like it's just, it's, it's, it is very American. Yeah. Presumptuous for that, for that. I don't even know his name to go there. So already off the bat, I'm on the Latino man's side. Um, <laughs> but I still think that this season is going to be great. I just, I mean, it. Because there is a thruple. It's two women and one man. Yes. I guess they're in a thruple, whatever. That would be so interesting too, because the, the sound bite of like, it was me and you and you brought Nicholas in or like whatever that was. I was just like, was it? Tell oh, me yeah. more, tell me more. Did you get that far? You know, like, so give me all the things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, and we've Jake got is Poodle still upset about Mark and Kay from season one. He thought they I were going to make it. I, I, liked, I liked them. I liked her more than him. Mm-hmm. But I loved that they had a shared background that was, that, was, that was almost storybook, as storybook as rehab can be. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, 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 I was upset a little bit that they were, they were together, but I don't think he, he's not good enough for her. I want something better, better for her. So she reached out to me during the show and Shut up. really appreciative of me covering her because, you know, in there was a point where she was probably getting a lot of shit for something she said about not really loving him or something like that. And I was very much like in the middle with them. And so she reached out to me. She's like, thank you so much for being so kind. And and I'm like, oh, you think I'm kind? So like I <laughs> now like oop, I know that the cast watches me, but like I sometimes I forget, like, you know, I remember every three weeks and it usually is like three weeks of me talking the most shit. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm blocked from like the whole Chantel family, even though I do follow Chantel <laughs> and I love her, but like I make fun of her, them so bad. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I thought they were still together because she did come to the States and she was in a speech with him. And like, so I was following her on Instagram and stuff. Um, but you know, she's so awesome. She's so fucking I love her. I, I love her. I think. She probably she should try she to women reach out to for us, a while. Though. I don't think she liked what we said. No, we were we we don't really hold back. I think that the cast, uh, most of the cast of all these shows, they would rather not hear from us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know some of them do listen because some of them have said when we when we've reached out, they're like, "Yeah, we've heard what you said about us." We're like, "Okay, thank you." Yeah, Kenny <laughs> said. I don't have Botox and I like my children's names. <laughs> I, I came for his children's names because they honestly, they're pretty basic. I mean, uh, they are pretty basic, but like, she, like, listen, at the end of the day, you you guys are all gay white men in America from, with Southern accents. You should, they should support you. I mean, I don't understand. They do. They do support <laughs> they do. us. They, uh, someone got me a cameo from Armando and he drew a picture of my dog that died. That's now framed in my apartment. That's my, okay. like my favorite picture of my Sophie. Okay, because I'm like, it, regardless, like support each other. We're all in this together. It doesn't like if we're talking shit about them, like it's only giving them notoriety. It's publicity, exactly. Like, thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. Answer my yeah. email. <laughs> they, they, exactly. They get the. They get most of them get the game. Um, yeah. And is it uh, David, David from David and Annie? One hundred percent gets it. Yeah, yeah we, they've 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 talked. We did the uh, we did we only did like three episodes because they got boring. But we actually did the the whole ninety day foodie call because Jake is a cook. So mm-hmm. we actually 
we Jake made cooked and we did it. We Annie cooked the made. recipes they did yeah. and we talked about it and covered the show. And we actually, that was a lot of, it was a lot of work, but it was, it was a lot, lot of fun. work. But it was Cooking a lot shows of shows are hard. But, yeah. Uh, David and Jake made Annie sing and loved it. And they reached out to us and they, so we kind of have become friends with them. So, yeah, he's, he's um, so great. Chris and I met him like right before the pandemic at a, like a live event. And he was so gracious. And I thought, he, yeah. like, cause I went in on him. In his oh, we're, we're watching their season, not to interrupt you, but just to give you context, in our Patreon, we're literally on their season where we met them now. So we're dealing with game. like, he's drunk in the pool, in the hot tub. Like, that's the David we just saw. Yes. So it's kind of shocking to us to see where David is now. We're like, oh my God, he was he a mess. He made the changes that she wanted him to make. Yeah. David had no money. <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah I I yeah she's always been a queen though yeah I mean she has always been a queen like and just the shenanigans but now they have this whole like he once told me that like he made thousands more than ten thousand more than thirty thousand more than forty thousand more than fifty thousand a year just in cameos <laughs> I no, believe it they just bought a house I I'm like again talk about somebody who gets the hustle um and speaking yeah. of that that kind of leads us in you know. Let's talk about current 90 day cast members and get your thoughts on this because I felt I I think Jake maybe less than me. I'm really liking this season of 90 day. I was surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by that because when it started, I said, I feel like this, this is the most quote influencers we've ever had on 90 day fiance. Like it just feels like everybody wants to be an influencer on this and very few people um, want to act. It felt like only like Emily and Kobe were the only ones who were like really trying to figure out something and maybe that even Mohammed. But um <laughs> we'll talk all about that. Nice. I wish that I she cooked like my mother. He is he sings English in in a way that like is I don't know if he's putting it. It's not just him putting the English words into the way he speaks his language, but it's like he's just decided that English is like this lyrical thing. Very melodic. Yeah, very, and it's like the, the melody is all over the place and it does not have any <laughs> cadence. Like it's just cadence. like not even a, like a song anyone could sing. No. Um, I, yeah, so these these current, these current um, castmates, let's see. Yeah, no, even Muhammad. Let's jump into even Muhammad. Let's talk about them. So, I think that um, Muhammad is part of the LGBTQ community. I don't know. Hundred percent. I've been saying that since. Yeah. If it's bisexual, if it's I don't know what it is. Robot. Yeah, it is like <laughs> he is not he, and I. It's a Stella got her groove back. Terry McMillan <laughs> situation, um, and she is such a lovely spirit. And her, sorry, that took me out a little bit. Like it, it, she's such a lovely spirit with every single jewelry piece and bangle one can have on a bureau. Like, and he is just gonna come in there and expect to be treated, yep, and and catered to and taken care of when he does nothing but nothing. Female. Absolutely not, nothing. man, baby. So, Man, baby, number thirty. And, and in what this, do you think about we just franchise, y'all? Yeah. We we were we were we were recording this on um on the sixteenth, so we just watched the episode. So I know we're airing a week after, so we're a week behind ninety day. Uh, so something that just happened, we didn't see. Uh, like we haven't seen Bilal pull the call over with Shida yet. I know that when this aired, it will. But um, but this week we saw. What do you think about 
Mohammed is going to watch Eve's child. I think that is crazy to, to <laughs> like how is he going to change that catheter? That, that's, that's what we said. We we had that thought at the end of the at the episode, and I went, I my jaw dropped. And Jake said, "What if he has to go to the bathroom?" And I said, "Well, remember he has a catheter." And, and Jake I went, just went. <laughs> yeah, like in order to take care of like a special needs person, you need some kind of training. Uh, training. I, 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 I said immediate. Like she needed to take two weeks off and show him how to do stuff. And then he's like, oh, I don't want to be a babysitter. And I wanted to be like, then go home. You just want to yeah. be sat is what you want. Like he's, I, you know, as much as I talk shit about Zied, oh, I love you so much. Oh Zied, like, Muhammad is the worst. He's, 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 the, he's the worst Muhammad we've had on this show. <laughs> wow. That's wow. saying That's a lot. That's even than Muhammad. Muhammad. It is. There, Muhammad, uh, I want my sets. Uh, I think the, the worst. Muhammad, the kids' dads are watching him tonight. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do something freaky. In the Mazda. In the Mazda. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, we could go down rabbit holes. So, uh. What do you think about, let's talk about, let's talk about Bilal and Shida. <laughs> let's just jump into. Sleeping okay, this, with the enemy. Being what you said, because this is probably the, one of the most diverse cast of 90 yes. Day Fiance we finally have had. This is rep, this is representation. <laughs> How did they find the craziest motherfucker alive? Yeah, yeah, they, what they did is that he, he's a, not a scammer. But he's trying to get his little 15 minutes of fame, too. Yeah. And um, I just think that he is representing uh, – he's from Kansas City. And I don't think he probably traverses the internet in the way that I do to know that his behavior is severely problematic. So as much as I want to support him, all I can think of is him just being rude to black women. Like, and, uh, and just this whole idea of a gold digger or worrying about somebody wanting me for the wrong reasons. It's like, okay, so you wanting a woman, could you imagine women being like, oh, I couldn't date him. He only, he only wanted me because I was beautiful. I, have to just, like, <laughs> I can't, I, I want him to be here for the right reasons. Like yeah. your, women's beauty and men's money or men's ability to make money and keep it. Those are the same things. For, for the two genders, for those two mm. pendulum swing genders. So like for him to feel that way and then have that be the basis of the storyline after he's gone there and flashed all of this cash to her. And now he wants her to prove herself and to right. be grateful and to all this stuff. It's just annoying. And it, it's a, not to, is it, to, is it a part of a toxic masculinity or is part of the, like the whole gender wars we're having right now with a, uh, cisgendered heterosexual people and it's just like i don't need to hear this narrative anymore like either be upstanding and be there for her and let her be the shady one or i don't know change the narrative but i wish him the best in whoever he's entertaining you know <laughs> it, it is every time i feel like it's it's hard because when i watch i just see her and she just looks like she is trapped yeah and and i think that's that's what i have a hard time with this week though when she said Call me Umi. I'm like, slow your roll, honey. Let the children call you something. Don't come in here and start and start telling us what who you want to be. 
Well, she said uh, you can eventually call me that. That's true. And that so here's the truth. That 14-year-old or whatever, she's too old for that. Like if you <laughs> yeah. had got them at the younger boy's age and a, and younger and you really like the fact is is I'm not going to call you Umi because I asked if you wanted to go downstairs and play pool and you were like, "Oh, um, Exactly. They were like, "Girl, are not my thing." <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, you can't be Umi. Like you're going to you be, be Umi." No. Yeah, like mom okay plays games with us. Mom is in the trenches with us. Mom is like, I could already see her not being a good stepmother. Yeah. Like that, that choice, regardless of if she's not into playing games, like for example, every time I go somewhere with Chris Farah, she wants to say hi to people and be sweet and have people think, Oh, look at these two sweet people walking around this TJ Maxx. And I don't give a shit. So I engage. I'm like you all. <laughs> I, I'm like Chris Farah. I'm like I'm like. Page. I walk away immediately as soon as she says hi to a stranger. I move, <laughs> That's what I Jake move. does to me. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm with you. <laughs> I move. So like so for me, if if Shida doesn't, she needs to call out her hard lines immediately. But there's a time when you do need to do that. You do need to present, and you do need to like pretend. And she didn't couldn't even do it for TV. Yeah. She yeah. yeah. Moment. Like, what is she thinking? Oh, I'm going to say no. And they weren't going to go downstairs. And Girl, you're right. filming a show. J- Jake said it. He thought maybe she was worried that these were fake children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I Jake said, said, well, yeah, go ahead, Poodle. I said that I think she was still worried that he was pranking her and these weren't his kids. And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, these were two like, other children. He just got, and he just said they're like his friend's kids, and he wanted to see what would happen if she would, what would she, and she's like, are these this motherfucker's kids? <laughs> the fact that she said no was so shocking. Was it like, was shocking. But, but like, can't you hang for like one day? Can yeah. you Can you try to do, like, I don't love doing games and stuff, but I'll be fun to impress like a group of people. If I'm trying to be married to someone uh, I will. I will do. My, I'll do my best, Vicky from the Parent Trap, for <laughs> like, for like a week before I completely launch into you and tell you I'm a shitty person. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like shocking. I was like, oh yeah, you're gonna be annoying to them. Like, and yeah. you're gonna say things to them because you think that they should automatically respect you. And like, I get it. Maybe you know, culturally, she's used to people, kids, just kind of, you know giving a certain amount of room and, and onus and whatever to a stepmother, but here, not in the States girl, not with these kids that are half grown, not with their father being basically single for the last seven years. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're not about to come in here and put your stank on everything and then expect, you know, that cause I, I don't, I also don't think she's going to like care for them in the way. No. Yeah. If she wants that title. I think she's been anti for a long time. And he plays games. That little my little nephew be on my back neck breaking it and all kinds of stuff. You play games with Nanti. You know what? You're right. Cause when I'm an uncle, when I'm when I'm with my uh when I'm with my niece and nephews, I have to play games whether I want to or not. Yeah. There, there's not an option. Yeah, you, you want you you want to be fun, Uncle Jake. You wanna know you want that when they see you that they're always smiling. And like, that's what you got to do. It helps when you give them gifts. <laughs> hey, I, I put in the time with my nephews because I'm not having kids. So I, I literally last, I said, okay, who's taking care of Uncle Matt when I have him to die? Because <laughs> you got to prepare. Um, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about Kara and Guillermo, another influencer, I think. No. I, I like that Wad just said, no, let's not. <laughs> 
we started to like her. In this last episode, Kara really was grading on us. She's grading on me. Yeah, she's starting to grade on me. I couldn't even watch the segment. I heard something about a private investigator, and I just tuned out. Like, I think I was just on Instagram scrolling. (laughs) I like her red hair. I like her minimalist makeup looks. I like the fact that she speaks, like, Spanish. I, I'm over this narrative. Like these last three episodes, the narrative has, has been Guillermo's a little boy and doesn't know what to do with his time. And then he's like, I'm not a little boy. I wear big man pants. Don't talk me a little boy. Not a little boy. I'm Guillermo, big man. And then we have to like deal with that. And it's like, no, Guillermo, yes, you are a man, but you're also 23. So you're also not a man. Yeah. And you just moved to this country. So like, yeah. I, Kara shouldn't have to tell, Kara's going to tell you everything until you get a job and understand how credit works and understand the <laughs> yeah. ways. Like until those things happen, you're not a man in America. We know that you, es- we know that you escaped your country yes. and that was like, yeah. that took balls, he- but it's, but welcome to America, and it's about your credit report. That's yeah, a good one. He's, he's going to be, he's going to be, um, I think this season, though, because he says cute things on the camera, uh, he's going to be one of the stars because he, he's kind of he lovable in one. that way. We he's don't think they have TV. problems. We don't think we don't they, think actually they have, have problems. problems. We think it's, it's going to be fine Fun with acidity. those two. They're going to be... He'll have a problem with her party lifestyle because it is like machismo upbringing. We'll hear that. They'll be fine. It'll wind up being a little bit, it'll be a little Chantel Pedro-like. Um, mm-hmm. That's where I'm seeing mm-hmm. that for them. I think she might be a little more uh, showing on camera who she is more than Chantel because Chantel was very guarded her first season. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think I think Chantel's probably always thinking in her head that I... I have to be, I'm black woman on this show and I have to be very, I'll, I'll have to show what I need to show. Uh, and through Happily Ever After, she's opened up a little bit more. But, yeah. uh, and uh, what did, still- what did, after she opened up, what did we, what did we see? Uh, <laughs> what, what was the difference exactly? <laughs> well, she kind of stopped making that face. In season one, she always just looked like she was like, she had TMJ. She was just like, that relaxed that relaxed Um, yeah i just don't know what Chantel thinks like i yeah well i think she's so guarded and yeah 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 i think cara i don't there i i think i think she'd probably be someone to fun to kick it with or whatever but on tv like because i don't think anything's exciting about her i don't want to look like her i don't want to be her like there's nothing I don't want to you know I don't necessarily want to be her friend. She she might as well be a cast member of Love Is Blind or The Ultimatum. Like that's how I feel about her. I'm not endeared to her. You know she does she belong is? on that show. She you belongs she on is? either of those shows. She's a professional dancer because she was, and I mean by that like dancers. A lot of dancers that I know are just so because they get like so much shit about the way their bodies look this it's almost like she is so hyper aware about how she's perceived i feel like we never it just kind of clicked for me with her with you saying i feel like we never get like true authenticity from her of who she really is that's fair and we don't know that with her yeah life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. 
Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Um, what about, what do you think about the mess that's unfolding with Emily and Kobe? Um, I am not on Emily's side right now. I, because she's acting as I, from this, just from this last episode, from the last couple of episodes. We just saw the episode where she kicked him out of bed, y'all, and yeah. made him not sleep in the same bed with his child after two years of not seeing him. And he yeah. slept in a separate room. So, like she's, she doesn't want Coben to like the dad or... <laughs> Or she is like not used to sharing him, so she doesn't want to. Or yeah. she is like so used to being in mom mode that she doesn't. It's like she wants a relationship with Kobe and she wants the relationship with Coben, but she doesn't want those two to have a relationship unless she is like the facilitator of the that. arbiter of dead the on relationship. Yeah, yep, yep. yep and yep, like, it's yep, a this yeah. whole she, like oh, you're going to rile him up. Like, yes, yes, he is going to rile him up. This is the first time this man is seeing his baby. He should be allowed to touch the baby's toes. He should have been told that he wasn't going to see his baby right away. Um, he should, it, like, it's like she's trying to control this situation. And then when she's mad at him for breast, for the breast stuff, like she acts like that is not something that most American people think. Like you can't even feed your baby in public in some places. Like it, there is an idea that like after a certain age, you should stop breastfeeding. And like, I don't know if she thought because of like American ideas of what Africa is that mothers are just walking around titty out feeding children <laughs> in the streets. And so how could, how could this man who's from a place where women just be feeding titties feeding all the children on the street, like, how could, how could he be against it? Like, but your mother went bare breasted her whole life. Yes. How would that happen? Your sisters aren't feeding the animals. <laughs> like, I don't understand. You're from that place. And it's just like, what? And then like the dad getting involved was so he, I was like, sir, sir. He was, he was hovering. And it was like, move, move, <laughs> move back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Emily's not endeared. I, I, people like her. I don't yet. I started to, but I've changed after this last ep- this last two episodes. I, I, I think I just wanted to feel for her because my heart goes out to a uh, to a woman who gets has a baby on their own, doesn't have some, doesn't have like the other parent there. But then I have to remind myself because she's so emotionally mature, I keep thinking that Emily is 19 years old. She's, she's 29, 29 years old. So once I remind myself that she grown, that she's almost fucking 30, kind of all the sympathy drops for me. Cause I'm I, like, you know better. And you do have support. You have your whole fucking family spoiling you. Well, so it's like, the whole I, family. She yes, and I think, I think even that, grandma's like, we do what Emily says. Yeah. And so, <laughs> It's, I do, like, people are going to come for Kobe about the breastfeeding thing, and we talked about that, but I feel like that pales in comparison to all the other shit they're, they're gonna she's done to him. On the tell-all, they're going to tear her a new one. I'm going to tell you that right now. Everyone on that cast, every woman in that mm-hmm. cast is going to rip her a new one. I'm saying it now. Yeah. It's going to get she, me ugly. She should, I mean, they're in Salinas or Salinas, whatever. She can't afford an apartment. There's nothing yeah. that she could have done to prepare a, the way. A, a queen size bed so they all I mean, can sleep in it. 
Uh, yeah, and then telling him to go. You did not plan for this person to come to this. This is this quintessential American thing where they're just like, well, it's not the shithole country you're from. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you should we be grateful. All the fucking time. You have a roof over your head and four walls. And not only is there a twin size bed in here, but there's also a couch. Utilize it. I'm, I'm not asking you to feed the yak. I'm like, bitch, he was an underwear model traveling the world. Yeah. Like, he stayed in a Marriott. Bitch yeah. knows. Like, you know. Ugh, and she's like, yeah, you, you're used to going to walk to get water. We have water coming out of the spigot. So um, you should be very grateful for what I'm providing you here. And you're getting me so upset. You know, at the same time, you look so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's that tongue that always sticks next That's to her That's a good Emily. That's a good Emily yeah. wall. Um, her tongue, I can barely watch her speak because her tongue is like right up next to her teeth. Yes. So we didn't, my nurse. we didn't see them this week, but we've seen a lot of them and probably one of the most controversial. What do we feel about Jabri and Miona? Oh, we didn't see them this no, week. No, um, it, 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 it was a welcome relief. It was. You know what? I think that um, Jabri's mother came to give us a show. Um, in her own quiet therapy way. Her hair is always laid. Love the glasses. Uh, I think Jabri is having a mixture of being an only child, pouty, pouty behavior, and also like trying to be a reality TV star. Yeah, um, and 100%. I love the fashion and people are talking about it, but I love the fashion from the both of them. I mean, as long as she doesn't get on there and like put on too much self tanner and try to pass as, you know, she black woman. Then I, yes. <laughs> it's it is. Um, I kind of think I watch them now for entertainment. I don't think anything is serious about this storyline, and which is different because in the beginning of Ninety Day, everything was super high stakes, and we've just there are always now in where we are now. There's always going to be one or two couples that are kind of joke couples. And we have to be kind of okay with that. We're not going to be super invested in their story and we're going to be able to laugh at them. And I think that's what they are. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. It just came out. Uh, someone showed a clip of the black Serbs performing on, on a talk show in, in Serbia or something. It was the craziest fucking thing you've ever seen. It is definitely not music. <laughs> They were, and you remember there was all cash money is here. Brandy is back. I think we saw all the members of the black Serbs. There's a robot playing guitar. <laughs> it is the most Euro trash thing you've ever seen. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, and, but, but, but he's just waiting for that one song and then he gets, and then everything's going to be fine. We're just waiting. It, you know, I, I like, if I if I didn't know how terrible she was on social media, I would like Miona. But then we've seen on like she's a fucking troll on social media and horrible. People. Yeah. So I I feel like because right now I'm not a fan of the, like you're right. It is the mom show. She is full on trolling them. Like she hates this woman. She wants her out of her house. And so right now I kind of I have to remind myself I feel sorry for Miona a little bit. Uh, but then I have to remember how horrible she is online and i'm hoping that that side comes out on the show because it's going to be delectable to see the mom take her out 
I actually haven't been following anything. I try not to follow the cast at all outside. Of we the- try to as well. There's yeah, just been so-, so much with the with the black fishing and all that with Miona. It's just been so much. Yeah. And it's like whenever it's that, I'm just like, meh. I, I'm just there for the fashions and to see like a, a light, light bit of shenanigans. But that's really it. Like honestly, Cara and Guillermo, I'm not interested in. Um, Miona and Jabri, I'm only there for the fashion. And then there's one other couple – um, Who have we not talked Ari about? Ari and Beanie. Ari, oh God, I hate them. <laughs> oh my God, I hate them so much. Because like, what is this outfit he was wearing? Did he just like purposely want to troll the? He just United wore States? the Ethiopian flag. <laughs> he just like, wore all, like I mean this that wooden necklace. I, no, I, he traveled like that. He traveled like that as, as as though that's his everyday garb, and it's not. Like it's not his everyday garb. He just wanted to like represent, which is fine. But it was just it was just weird. Um, also Ari's family is just so much better than Wish and, and the rest of his family yeah. to him. So, uh, he's and- getting, the, he's getting the best of the, all the worlds Yeah, you know, because Janice, Ari's mom is the love of his life. <laughs> and there. She's there to make him feel very comfortable. Um, and I love that this episode, they touched on the fact that these two don't bring in any money and they're just like... <laughs> mommy and daddy grifters and they just like they're just two youngest kids getting together having a kid and then not having a plan i i'm excited because ari was ari was the most divisive person probably we've We've ever ever covered covered on the show we've had so many people if we didn't like ari they came for us if we said something we liked her they came for us we just never could and we never could quote unquote be right, but that's not why we do the show. We just air our own opinions because remember y'all give a fuck. You can come at us. You're getting it for free. <laughs> so whatever. But, um, I, I feel I'm realized I'm excited because you're right. Like Jabri's sisters treat him horribly and they have such a Beanie. Fucked up Beanie. 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 I'm sorry, Beanie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Beanie's sisters treat him horribly. And, but now we have, Ari's family who can totally call her on her shit. If they do, we, I, I feel the, like the siblings will, Jake like, said, we hope we see more siblings. Yeah. Because I was honestly thinking like the amount of money and attention that Ari has sucked up from the parents. If I were her siblings, the only way that it would make it right would be to equally give me as much money, regardless of how successful I am. Give me the same amount of money you're giving our wayward little sister who like, like literally left her husband, went on vacation and got pregnant by another man and like has yep. now drawn the family into this like completely yep. like East African <laughs> adventure. Like and East, remember East African eat, pray, love yeah, yeah. that she was doing. Yeah. And, and also Cara was just, um, uh, Ari, no uh, words. Ari was just, like she was only divorced for like what three months, four months, or something like that. Whenever she that wasn't all happened, divorced. She, wasn't she was divorced. never divorced. Remember, oh, yeah. they never got oh, divorced. Yeah. Oh yeah, she got divorced when she was pregnant because yes. she went away. Like she was like, oh, I don't know if I wanna. I think he was gonna. He was either gonna get his doctorate or he was gonna go somewhere or something. And she didn't that was want. It. She didn't want to go on that journey with him, so they separated. And she went on a on a walkabout, like a like she was fucking going on the outback, but she went through parts of Africa met this guy and let him just like leave, leave his trash in the cage. She braided her hair. <laughs> she did where, I mean, it was kind of a moment of where were you, where were you when, um, you know, a lot of like when 
Paul uh, gets in the poop water. Where were you when, um, you know, Darcy did clean herself off the bathroom? Where were you when Beanie played the butt bongos? (laughs) (laughs) And leg piano on his ex-girlfriend while Janice and Ari watched. We see the ex-girlfriend and we're like, where were you when you realized that Benny is calculated and wants to get to America? Because when you saw his ex-girlfriend and you see Ari... And you go, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is that is. You mean that gorgeous woman who was just gracing them with their presence? I mean, uh, that was Nefertiti reincarnate. Like that. She that was, was fucking like, gorgeous. And then there's Ari with her heavy fucking middle school yeah. eyeliner. Yeah, and she's like, um, that's when my name's. I can't even do her accent because it's so like. She, also, yeah, she's like, Vinny uh, B- um, and me and Ari, I can't, I can't do it. I can do him so much better. He's like, uh, Ari, uh, we're going to uh, America and, uh, you know, to be with my sister, wish. And uh, I don't need an interpreter. I speak the English. I, you know, oh, I'm so excited. I lost my words. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's pretty good. She is like, like not awful, but it's just like watching. I don't know. I just like they're it, it's it. They're one of those couples that either people are still a little interested in, or people just fast forward through. I um, fast forward through. Yeah. Like, what does he even he? What is he saying half of the time? He just looks lost. He looks like an amphibian. He just <laughs> what does this person bring? And he's got like. But they're kind of perfect for each other because they're just two children looking for adults yeah. to take care of them um before we before we went out of time let can we talk about a little bit about lalu love after yeah, lockup yeah, let's do it let's do it let's uh do it, yeah. let's so i know you, you haven't should, watched a lot of this we watched season. this current season but love during lockup you did watch yes so i got um, deville young cruella Oh, we called her black and white cookie. <laughs> that poor thing. That we, poor baby. Dalton! Dalton! I got a trailer for us! <laughs> like, so why, what do you feel like, I'm interested because you're just, I feel like you are good at kind of uh, seeing things for what they are. We have our own thoughts, but why for you is Lalu so compelling? Because it is just, and it's the premise being you are going after someone who is incarcerated. That idea means that you, there's a certain part of you that's like, I want someone who doesn't have any other choice but to talk to me. Because Mm, it's not out here for a pain. It's not out here, right? And so you're just like, that's what I want, number one. I want someone that I can take care of, someone that is going to solely rely on me. And then they get out and you have believed all of their lies. Yeah. You have believed everything that they ha- had. With the- no, they're not going to come out and be successful. They're not drug dealers. Okay. They're just like people who stole <laughs> cars, people who did drugs. There's this one season with Matt and, and, and Kristen, or I think her name was, I don't know, but Matt was a meth head since he was 18. Did you really think that you were going to reform him? His own mama didn't care about him. His own mama was like, this man is trash. Like, like, and it's just watching that train wreck of just the, that premise alone is, is interesting. But then you have characters. Like, I don't know if you ever saw seasons with Andrea where, you know. Oh, yes. Lamar and Lamar. Character. It was Andrea who was the character. And as much as I hated her, like, I disliked her, you know, whatever. It was just entertaining to watch her kids 
kept me there because they were so adult and just with like <laughs> my mom and Lamar are not going to make it. But we those, really like Lamar. those kids, <laughs> those kids are like, those kids could be nuclear scientists. Yes. They're so Wait, they're, smart. They're the they're so, uh, wisest people on reality like, TV. Yes. So great. So it's just the fact that it's, you're going to see a train wreck. Now the part where it gets sad is that a lot of time these train wrecks are like really have drug addictions, like the rest in peace, Tracy, rest in peace, Allah, you know, there have been some truly negative things that have happened out of it, but then you have the puppy and Amber situation where that is just like great. I mean, Amber took that. She said, Oh, I'll be on this little rigby show with you. And it'd be awkward me kissing you. And then guess what? Next season, it's just me and Puppy. Who the fuck is Vince? Where's that guy? Who cares about him? Who the fuck is Vince? It's yeah, and like Lacey and John and Shane. <laughs> John and Shane and Lacey. Oh my god. I like You cheated on me. Yeah. I don't trust him. But me and John just have something going on. And then when John's like, I don't know, I love Lacey, but I gotta let her go because I got a real good thing with uh, Tammy or Trixie or whatever the fuck. <laughs> or other cocktail waitress yeah, I fucked right. last night. <laughs> Some name. There's something about John though, man. Oh, he could do unspeakable things to me. That oh, Ooh. I know. I, I oh. just, boy. Well, do you make bad decisions too? Ooh. I, well, we're, we're the same. I'm like, <laughs> give, give me a bad boy. And I know they're bad for me, but I'm just like, oh. Boy. Yeah, I'm like you can't you cannot have any money from me, but you can come over and I'll I'll order us you know some food and and some other stuff and then you can go. I'll order in some Panda Express. We'll do it. Up, <laughs> we'll do it uptown. And then you can go. Okay, you can come here for a little bit. <laughs> no, you can't stay. I'm so sorry. You can't stay the night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, okay. no. I'm afraid you'll steal. You'll steal from me. Yeah. See, this last <laughs> season was good. I know you haven't watched, but but because you have an, a knowledge of the couples, we feel like love during lockup. Or I'm sorry, love life after, after lockup. Life after lockup is next. Um, I never I say the right things. Well, the I would love to see um, the I don't know their name, but it's a black girl, and I guess they've been together for 13 years, and it's a black dude, and he's like, oh yes, oh yes, that, oh, yes. that uh, is K- Kayla and Martell. That gets self esteem because she's like, well, I've been with this for 13 years, and so I'm in, and I'm like, nah. As soon as he like left for the night and didn't come back, and then got like. Yeah, your house might have been a little dirty, but like he honestly didn't think he had done anything wrong, but he thought you had done something wrong. You're never yeah. going to you're it never going to It gets worse. It gets worse. She needs girlfriends. Oh, okay. To say you need to not we're going to we're going to kidnap you and take you away from this because she's not going to do it herself. Okay. So um, then there's them and then I don't want to see any more of Harry and India unless her mom is there. Um, no, I don't. I don't think they're gonna film because okay. if if they do, it'll be because uh, Indy basically begs Harry to do it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. he's but, trash. And then um, who else? Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Hottie and Ty? Uh, Ty and Hottie from I Love During did. Lockdown. I did. I did. But Ty, she is the one who's here for the TV too. Because she, she came and commented on one of my. Videos when I was kind of going in. Oh, she did. I was like, that girl, why that woman is not 37. She is uh, 45. (laughs) And she was like, no, I'm 37 in the comments. I'm just like, fuck, you just ruined it for us. Like, now we can't talk about you because now you'd be over here looking, listening. (laughs) Ours is on the paid feed, so they don't pay the $5 to listen to it or eight bucks or whatever. Yeah. I love that season with Ty and Hottie. Why are you playing on my phone? And Boston. Why are you playing on my phone? This one's not playing on my phone. I'm like, stop answering the phone, bitch. And then when she takes out the three phones on the date, 
And it's like, oh, excuse me, it's work. Excuse me, it's work. It's not, girl. And she's just like walking outside to answer someone who she knows is playing on her phone. Girl, get yes. up here. I, oh, um, I, I want to see her again. I know I'm, I'm terrible. I do. I still can't get over when she said, when she was meeting with Boston and Boston's friend, she's like, well, hello, irrelevant. And she was talking to Boston's friend and called her irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the fact that she like wanted to meet that girl at her job to fight her polka dot pants, titties swinging. Ah, yes! Like... She just like, oh, I saw her and my blood started to boil. So I kicked off my shoes. And I said, you a whole granny. You a whole granny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I, like you, 37. Mm, okay, honey. Or a hard uh, life, you know? 37 hard true. life. Well, maybe we'll see. I bet we'll see Brittany and Marcelino actually coming Almost up. Almost certainly, yeah. Love them. And uh, you know that that Lindsay is now with... Um, yeah. Deontay. 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 Yeah, as, yeah, I love them. Love love Deontay. He's so crazy. And then I love Brittany and Marcelino because I remember them in the beginning and then they figured out the code to yeah. reality TV and the both of them shook hands and said, babe, we're about to do this. And he said, yeah, babe, we're going to do this. And so they did it. And yeah. now she is successful. It was like the perfect, from when the time she came out of prison, I said, oh, she was a former meth addict, lost her baby, and she's completely transformed her life. Just yeah. like- Amber completely transforming their lives. And so seeing couple or seeing people like that give me it's hope. Inspiring. It's very inspiring. Yeah. Like yeah. I root for Brittany and Marcelino hard. I root for anybody yeah. who's come out of this situation and has used this as a platform for them to do better. Like even Lisa, I want of Stan and Lisa. I know Stan's with somebody else now, but I want to know how Lisa's doing. I want to know. Mommy I want to know if she's still master. got that wave. Oh my uh, god! Like every single time she's like, "Stand, blah 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 blah," and he would say something crazy, and she'd look at the camera like, "I said, bitch, we hear with you. We heard it. We, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, heard the, um, we heard it." I I would rather not see any more Michael and Sarah, um, yeah. but I have a feeling we're going to. No, I don't want uh, to. I just don't want to watch yeah. them make bad decisions in front of the children and little girls. Yeah, that's um, that's what's hard with them is their kids. You just yeah. go, Ugh. I want to the one who knocked the dude out. I want to, if they're doing school <gasps> together, I want to. Tiffany and Kevin. Oh my God. I think Tiffany and Kevin are because they're looking. They, this is a spoiler, but they're looking for someone to be in a threesome with. Because listen, it could be me. I'm gonna tell you right now, Kevin. <laughs> okay, you okay. and Poodle He's are got the fans same. out there. Kevin, I, I, I have a short king fantasy. I, I am not letting y'all go out. I have, a, I have a masculine, like I love masculine people. Like it doesn't matter the gender; it's just the masculinity. And he is giving it to me. Like he could just put his hand right here and just like look at me and like turn. Like, he's like kind of choking her always, and the thing I like harder. Okay, I am not letting you two go out because I will not see you again. We'll go, we'll go out. We'll go downtown, honey. One of us probably won't come back, but we'll yeah. have a great time. Great time. Just I just I just want to. You know, I want him to tell me what to do. You know what I'm saying? I just want him to I know. light direction. As long as we have some, as long as we have a safe word, we're fine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. come on, Kevin. Just like look yes. at me and be like, hey, I want yes, yes, daddy, I will. Okay, you're gonna okay. end up catching up on this season and you're gonna text us and you're gonna be like, bitch, I didn't know. I didn't know. Because it is a good season. So okay. we're it's, it's worth it. It's, it's, it's only show. 10 episodes, but they're long. But uh <laughs> yeah, it's, it's they're, a, they're 90 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a ride. Yeah. It was a it was a it was a ride. I'm gonna do it. It was yeah. a ride. Okay, we're we need to wrap up, but 
Is there any, we talked about a lot of stuff and, but is there anything that we haven't talked about that you're watching or that you're super into right now or everybody? Um, what scripted or unscripted. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. And this is, uh, you know, I am, Real going, I'm going through withdrawals from RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I, Ugh. I know Pete, listen, I am in it 110% at all times. I see a drag queen and I lose my shit. Um, I want them to, I watch, I have world of wonder app. So I watch all of their iterations. And then now that they're giving us a break until June and doing all of this promotion for the all-star season seven with all of the winners, I'm like, give it to me in my mouth right (laughs) Right now. now. I need to catch up. They are, they are dragging us out. They are, they are. I'm still halfway through second two season of Canada because I like to watch them when they come out. Mm-hmm. So I've got to catch up on Canada and then I got to, I have to catch up on this whole last season. So I've got to like prepare. I, I liked this season. I, I still, I still wish there was like one queen who I was just like, that's it for me. Um, but I understand. I, I was like out and I was like back and forth between Camden and Willow um, and, mm-hmm. and, and Angeria for a while. And and then Angeria kind of just started fading a little bit for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was never Daya for me. Yeah, uh, it was never her. But yeah. but Willow was- Willow is the most interesting queen we've had at least in two or three seasons. So. Oh yeah, definitely. She's yeah. interesting to me the way that like Bimini was for me and the way Jinx was for me. Bimini is um, yes is UK season two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've watched UK. Yeah. They're, they're interesting Queens in that way. And the way kind of Evie oddly was interesting. Yes. I loved Evie. Yeah. Like, and I can't even believe that Evie was three cycles ago. Like I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. she wasn't the last winner. No, no, no. She's like Simone. And then Jaden's essence. Oh, and Simone. It might've been one more and then Evie, but like, yeah. Now, have you watched Drag Race from? Because we tell people, Jake and I have watched like since season one. Oh yeah, me we, too. I was okay, good. Because we feel like a lot of people they jumped into Drag Race like when it got when it became mainstream in the last like three or four years, and we're like, no, 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 no. Like you, especially you gotta if go back to the Vaseline filter. Yeah. Of Y'all, if the you're first planning season. on watching All Stars, start on season one when it was in RuPaul's Garage. Yes. Yeah, Cameroon. Cameroon. Yeah, I watched that season when um uh gosh, not Tyra. Yeah, Tyra. it was like America's Next Top Bottle. What's her name? Not Siobhan. She's a showgirl too in Vegas. Um, Chantel? No. Chanel. 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 Oh, when Chanel came out, I said, Peach. You and know, she was. I, I have been a fan of RuPaul's drag, RuPaul, since she came out on the Arsenio Hall show. Like, I was staying up, and this, this person who I was like the tallest woman I had ever seen came out, and Arsenio was trying to ask Ru how, the, how she tucks. And I didn't yes. know what she was talking about. And then when yeah. they said it, but you know, you're a man or something. At some point I said that, what is this magic? You went, what is this magical what thing? Is this magical what thing? is this unicorn? Yeah. And yes. then when CoverGirl came out, I never heard it on mainstream, but I would hear it. You know, I'm not, I, I would hear it. And I'm like, work, CoverGirl, work it out. Na, na, na. Like, and then so like <laughs> when the show came out, it was like I hadn't heard of RuPaul in like 15 years since I was like a kid. Yeah. And then the show came out. I was in New York City and I didn't couldn't figure out how to watch Logo, but I worked in retail. So I had all of the gay friends. And I said, who has this logo? Where is it? Where can I find this? <laughs> One of you does. This yeah. network. 
And so a friend of mine was like, come over. I have it. We'll watch it. And I was like, oh, bitch. it was appointment television. Jake and I were roommates at the time. And that was like every Friday night we, we would order Mexican it. food and like drink ourselves silly just watching Drag Race. I mean, and not and not have dates. So but uh, uh, anyway, but I want to say I want I want you to come back. We'll have you on when, when we'll talk about the newest uh, All Stars. Okay, we'll talk about when when All Stars premieres. Oh. And uh, I'll come to you. It, uh, listen, if I'm COVID free, I'll come to you. Yes. <laughs> well, this has been so much fun. I knew you would love I her. Love, I knew. I love, no, of, I love you. I'm kind of. I told Jake I was like, "You're. She's kind of your people." <laughs> and now I'm scared of what I created. And it's and rare because, like, not many people are my people. I yeah. I dislike most. Anyway, people. I'm just worried of what's gonna happen uh, to y'all somewhere in. We'll Silver go down. Lake. We'll go downtown in those sketch clubs, oh, and yeah. I don't know. I don't know. One of us may not come back. But we'll have a good story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just put that location services on i'll find you I'll, that's I'll, a great I'll idea with chris farah just looking for you um <laughs> wall tell everybody where they can find you okay y'all can find me on youtube at just call me wall you can find me on instagram at just call me wall i mean you can also find me on facebook and twitter but girl i'm not there so um you can follow it there if you if you cho- I, I you know i'm there but i'm not there um yeah. and yeah so my name is wahima but just call me wall there you go. We'll have the links. H. Yeah, we're going to have the links in our show notes. And if you're listening to this, if you want to watch it, the video version is on our Patreon tier at the $15 tier if you want to see all of it. Were our we being faces. filmed? Oh, my God. We I were wasn't being picking filmed. my nose. No, I didn't um, think that was fine. I know okay, I was good. definitely posing. Here's another one. Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing Stacy. Stacy, Darcy's sister. Yes. That's what they do. Yeah. I usually do recaps on Monday nights and I do 90 day fiance, all of the love reality, uh, relationship reality shows, but, um, you know, work has been a little busy, so I'll get back into it. Yay. It's, it's all right. Life happens and we get it. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Wall, and for the rest of y'all follow, watch her and y'all. She's a delight, a delight. And what a wonderful, I think, I think this, uh, Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. We reached out to other people, but they haven't, they don't call us back. So I think this might be our last collab of May. So what May. Yeah, so what a success our Ménage à Trois. You are the finale of Ménage à Trois. Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure, you guys. Call me back anytime. I'm down to do it whenever, you know, whenever. We will. Whenever. Whenever. We need to, we totally need to do a foursome and get Chris Fair in here and just have us all in one mics. That energy, that gay energy would be way too much. Just so much energy and snacks. And, and snacks. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, we'll see you next week. Keep going, Queens, and uh, have a good week, y'all. Bye.